0: Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast that if it's going to die, it better do it and decrease the (laughs) surplus population.
1: Okay, Kate. Uh,
0: That's a Christmas Carol reference. Yeah, right. Baby. I think
1: everybody knows. They they also saw the episode title. Hey. It's Christmas time. It's December. It's Christmas time. We have... Snowy... We have we have uh, done, I don't know if you know this, Kate, we've done a Christmas Carol variation every December since we started this podcast many years ago, and I couldn't decide what to do this year, so what I've done is I'm creating a game called Christmas Carol Roulette. Whoa! You ready? I have picked out seven Christmas Carol uh, adaptations or or riffs on the Christmas Carol that I see it. We have not watched yet. Okay, I'm gonna read them to you. I want to know if you've seen them. Okay, number one, A Flintstones Christmas Carol.
0: Sounds terrible. It's from not 1994.
1: Seen it. Okay, number two, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol, 1962.
0: I think you made me watch this, but I dissociated. It's the one where it's like I'm. All
1: Remember that is really sad. No,
0: Tyler, it was early in our relationship when I felt like I couldn't say no when you wanted to make me watch something so I would just
1: dissociate. Wow. <laughs> That's a red flag. That whole statement, but
0: I still wanted to uh,
1: be nice to you. I see. It was again back in the days. We reference this sometimes on the show. When I could say, "Hey, want to watch this thing I like from childhood?" and you'd be like, "Sure." I'd be like, now, "All right." Now I've had to craft a whole podcast. Yeah, now I need.
0: Now I need. Kate, okay, we need to watch this for the podcast, and also I'll get you a little treat.
1: <laughs> Number three, the stingiest man in town, nineteen seventy eight. Nope. That's a Rankin Bass two D cartoon. Ooh, it's a cartoon. It's not puppets.
0: I want puppets.
1: I know. Well, trust me, Kate. This month we got some Rankin Bass coming. We got some. of magic to pick from as well uh that's next week maybe the week after number four a movie that sometimes is known as just scrooge and sometimes is known as a christmas carol it's the alistair sim version he's the actor from 1951 you ever seen that
0: is that when they open
1: the robe I don't know if that's that one or that's the next one, which is A Christmas Carol starring Reginald Owen from 1938. That's number five. So one of those two. In
0: one of those, (laughs) the ghost of Christmas present is wearing a big robe. And then he opens his robe to show two little children who, like, live under there, I guess. And Uh he says their names are ignorance and want. And the whole time, Scrooge is just, like, covering his eyes and is like, oh, no, no.
1: And what, the image is funny because from the back, he's opened his robe and Scrooge is like, don't show me. I can get it. It's pretty great. All right. Well, maybe it's one of those two. I don't well, remember which. That's Lameable. probably Alastair. St- I don't know actually. Okay, number six, the George C. Scott nineteen eighty four version of A Christmas Carol. You ever seen that? Nope. And finally, number seven, Scrooge with Bill Murray. Uh, nineteen eighty eight. Bill Murray's been in the news lately, but
0: is it because he's been naughty? I think so. He was like mean naughty.
1: I, um. Or was he shown his uh
0: it was he pulling a uh, Ghost uh of Christmas those present? Are,
1: yeah whatever he showed is called ignorance and want i i don't know the whole story i'll if you probably should have researched this if topic. the Kate, ra- I, I made this list like a year ago i get so excited for the december episodes i've been working on this I, I, although it turns out most of these allegations i think are from quite a while ago and most of them were like in public there's like an interview where he's on tv being a creep from back basically Ew. when scrooge was out Anyway, that's number seven. I'll tell you about Bill Murray's scandal if our random number generator lands on seven. If not, I don't have to research it anymore. Okay. So, you ready? Yeah. So, from this list, you've seen Magoo. And yes. that's it? Oh, and maybe one of, you've seen one, one of, of these in full. You saw the whole thing. No, movie? definitely on like TV. AMC
0: when you're flipping the channels around and you see a man open his robe.
1: <laughs> I've seen some of the Flintstones, but definitely not all, but it used to be on Cartoon Network. I saw Mr. Magoo. I've seen Stingiest Man in Town. I've seen Scrooge. You've
0: seen. Maybe I've seen Scrooge in the same vein as yeah. like when you would show me
1: other stuff. Yeah, we've watched Scrooge. And I would pretend
0: I to sleep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Kate, here we go. Christmas Carol roulette. I have a random number generator here set to do one through seven. Okay. You want to click the button?
0: Yeah, I do. I want to be in control we of go. the randomness.
1: Two. Two. Oh, no. It's Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> You're really lucky, though, because that's one of the shorter ones. Yes. On so, oh, i so I mean, some of these me. are like two hours long. You're yeah, really, not, really blessed. I'm
0: a busy lady. I got things to do.
1: Mr. Magoo's Christmas
0: Carol.
1: What do you already know about Mr. Magoo?
0: He is blind, and maybe a lot of these jokes are ableist. He's just an old man. And he can't see.
1: Okay, so have you? What have you seen of Mr. Magoo that you know this?
0: It's just the cultural milieu.
1: You just live in America. I just, I live
0: with you. See? You talk about it in your sleep. <laughs>
1: Constant, Magoo. Um,
0: and he thinks that he's doing a good job, but hijinks are ensuing.
1: <laughs> um, sort of like you. Hey my experience with magoo is mainly the there's a 1997 movie with leslie nielsen like a live action version which i'm sure is not great but as a kid i really liked leslie nielsen for some inexplicable reason a white-haired man
0: i think we're due for a gritty reboot (laughs) and it's just called magoo
1: (laughs) so this christmas carol i have no emotional attachment to like i do with a lot of what we've watched sure uh that's how just how the love random number generator pulled it up though
0: we are all at the mercy of random chance
1: i think the first time i ever saw it was when i started like becoming a my nostalgia and my regression to childhood started hitting hard in my teen years and i like found at at fye or maybe even a closing suncoast video like one of those dvd sets with all the christmas specials on it and this was on there. that's really the only reason i know it and have seen it did not watch it as a kid it it hasn't always been on the way that some of these other ones have so kate let's go back to
0: 1935
1: john hubley was a 21 year old and he got hired at uh, Disney as an animator, right? 1935. This is some peak Disney years. They're, you know, doing great with shorts. They've had Mickey Mouse for a while now. And they're starting to think about entering feature length animation. Got it. Okay. So he's a background artist and a layout artist there. In 1941, shortly after Snow White, so Hughley works on shorts, he works on Snow White, he's working on the next couple movies they're planning, but in 1941, it's kind of a bad time for Disney as a studio. They're having the war, of course, World War II, interrupting things. Not great. And uh, they are having this issue where a bunch of the animators go on strike. There's a huge animation strike at Disney in 1941. Okay. Hughley's one of the people on strike.
0: Good for Hughley.
1: And then him and a bunch of other animators, they are on strike. They decide they don't like how it's going. They don't think they're going to get a favorable negotiation, so a bunch of them quit. There's this big round of animators quitting Disney in, in the early 40s. Hughley, specifically, one of his concerns, besides uh, treatment and pay, is he feels shackled by the realistic style of Disney animation. He doesn't like it. He's basically saying, well, we're making cartoons. You can draw. You can do anything with a cartoon. Why? why?
0: Yeah, why make me do this? Right.
1: Why do yeah. we have to make these like realistic-ish looking? That's not true of all Disney, but, like, if you're working in feature animation, you know, and you're making, like, Snow White's hands... Mm -hmm. He hated it. The same year, 1941, a new animation studio opens up called United Productions of America, UPA. And they hire a lot of these people from Disney who just quit. So Hubley goes over to UPA. He's not the only one, but he's going to become the creator of uh, Mr. Magoo, which is why I'm highlighting him here. Okay. And this studio, specifically, one of their big things is let's be less realistic, let's be more experimental. UPA as a new studio. Their whole thing was we're going to form this studio and then we're going to right away get contracts with the government. Like, they kind of were taking the war, using the war as an opportunity. Of all the things of the military-industrial complex that we have to worry about, this is a good one. Yeah. An animation studio getting off the ground, specifically knowing they could get all these contracts. So Hubley and everybody else at UPA are making these war films, you know, propaganda, whatever. After the war, they go to just make normal theatrical cartoons, like all the studios, and Hubley creates a character called Mr. Magoo, who he puts in a 1949 theatrical short called Ragtime Bear. Notable about Mr. Magoo, Kate, Can you name any other early cartoon characters who are humans? There's a few, but not many.
0: I didn't even know Mr. Magoo was one. Hold on, wait. Uh, Popeye.
1: Yeah, Popeye. Olive oil. Yosemite Sam, maybe. Yeah. It's a small club, is my point. See, I did it. You did. Well done. But that's about it. Like, I deserve a treat. Most early cartoon characters at this time are animals, right? So Magoo... Is it
0: because they're easier to animate?
1: That's a good question. I don't think so. I think it was just... Um, that's just what hit for whatever reason. That's just what, what really captured everyone's imagination. Between his introduction in 1949 and the final Mr. Magoo theatrical cartoon in 1960, there were, I think, 56 shorts. So he had a good run there over the years. And he stars in a feature-length film that UPA made. They didn't make many features. What? They made a 1959 feature-length cartoon called A Thousand and One Arabian Nights, based on that story. Okay. Mr. Magoo plays Aladdin's uncle. So, you know, he's a, a fairly popular character. In 1962, UPA decides they're going to try television animation. They've been doing a little bit before this. They made a Gerald McBoing-Boing cartoon in the a late what? 50s. Gerald McBoing-Boing. We'll, we'll do oh, him another Tyler. day. Gerald McBoing-Boing is a novelty. Stop saying Gerald he's, he's from a novelty record that Doctor Seuss wrote, and the, the media cartoon for the
0: love of God, he's, that's he, not
1: real. He's a character who just goes like boing boing boing, you know, like he just makes. Of course, he And does. his parents are concerned. It's actually pretty interesting. Anyway, that's their other. If you only know two things about UPA, it should be Gerald McBoing Boing, which I love saying. Stop saying and, Gerald.
0: If you say Gerald McBoing Boing one more time, <laughs> I'm leaving this podcast. I wasn't gonna do it,
1: but we're gonna have to do an episode on him in the, in the future. And Magoo. So. In 1962, UPA is continuing to try to get into TV animation. As you know from our Hanna-Barbera episodes, TV animation is a big untapped early market in this era. They're doing that thing. UPA kind of creates the limited animation style that Hanna-Barbera copies, right? Because they know it's uh, economical. Just the feet. Basically. Anyway, on December 18th, 1962, NBC premieres the first ever animated Christmas special, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. They did it. Isn't that interesting? This they is did. noteworthy. It's it's created a whole genre, a beloved holiday genre. But Hooray. they beat Peanuts, they beat Rudolph by, by a good amount here. They're 1962 uh-huh. here. This special was written by Barbara Chain, It was directed by Abe Levitao. And it was so successful... At the time, UPA decided to make a whole series two years later, in 1964, called The Famous Adventures of Mr. Magoo, where Magoo is injected into other literary, like, famous books, famous stories. You want to hear some of the stories that Magoo was in? Don Quixote, Cyrano de Bergerac, Snow White, of course, Rip Van Winkle, A Midsummer Night's Dream, that sounds fascinating, Frankenstein, Noah's Ark, Sherlock Holmes, Paul Revere. Who's this
0: little wishbone motherfucker?
1: Captain Kidd, William Tell, Treasure Island. Yeah, this is Wishbone before Gunga Din. It's
0: just Wishbone with a man. Yeah,
1: a blind man. Oh, and he's based on, by the way, uh, supposedly he's based on John Hubley's uncle and W.C. Fields. And I guess I should mention before we watch it that Jim Backus is the voice of Magoo. He's James Dean's dad and Rebel Without a Cause. He's the the rich guy on Gilligan's Island.
0: Oh, that man. You know
1: him, Jim Backus. Are you ready to buckle in and watch are what fate has decided would be our Christmas carol this year. We're just sinners in the hands of an angry god, so yeah. Ringle, ringle, coins when they mingle Make such a lovely sound Two guineas and tuppence and truppence and bob Make my ears tingle and keep my heart throbbing Crowns and coppers Little eye poppers can make My post is found. Limited animation, baby.
0: I'd like to note it is freely adapted from Dickens' A Christmas Carol, not a shot-for-shot remake. I
1: don't know if they're the uh, first to do this, but they put it in a different order, the ghosts, which Mm -hmm. happens a lot in these adaptations.
0: It's like a mid-century hellscape. Oh, yeah. I love it. This art
1: style rules on some of these.
0: All right, so now we're on Broadway.
1: So the framing device is that Magoo... In this universe, is in the Christmas Carol on Broadway. That's why. How did you do it,
0: though? He's just a blind man. Wow, who's ableist now? I'm just saying. Does he have any? History being a Broadway actor. You know. It's confusing. All right. So He's Magoo. Mr. Magoo, like every boomer is like, well, I can't see. I'm still going to drive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look He's at his car. Driving
0: by feel. And
1: his car is like from the 30s. Like a Model T. And you're seeing like all these great 60s cars go by.
0: Look at his little feet though. They're so funny. <laughs> Mr. Magoo's about to get me too. He's just going into different people's dressing
1: rooms. In his defense, he can't see anything in there.
0: What is the production budget for this Christmas carol on Broadway? It's like a Les Miserables level set.
1: They have this amazing snow. Look
0: at that man's ear hair. It's like a corkscrew. I do like the way that the furniture is drawn. Hmm. I don't know why.
1: It's that UPA style. Look, Where like the... I love this thing they do where the fill doesn't match the mm-hmm. outlines, like on purpose.
0: Yeah. I hate when the children
1: sing. This isn't a groundbreaking thought, but it's so interesting to hear people's choices on these deliveries. Like, these are not mm. that good, but like you know, Kermit saying, But tomorrow's Christmas Day is so beautifully like said.
0: The Kermit delivery oh. is like swallowed
1: almost. Yeah. You know, where he's like, But it's
0: Christmas Day. Yeah. Too. And this Which guy's is just excellent. like,
1: But tomorrow's Christmas Day
0: See, it's why the Muppet Christmas Carol will always be the definitive Christmas Carol. I why know. are we wasting our time? We should just be watching it again. <laughs> Kate. I'll say different stuff
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you, the Muppet version has really messed me up and makes me want to see two people here. I know. As Marley
0: Well, because Marley and Marley slaps, Tyler. It it, it really works well. This whole podcast is just us comparing how poor (laughs) this adaptation is in comparison to The Muppet Christmas Carol. Jacob Marley's ghost just zoomed out the window, but the whole time he zoomed away, he was like, (laughs) It was a good 10 seconds.
1: (laughs) It was amazing. All right. I can't wait to uh, put your quote on this. Mr. McGoo's Christmas Carol. Katie says, It was amazing.
0: Look at his little sleep dress. God, I hate I hate it. These Cratchit children look like brats. I'm just mad. I'm just mad I'm not watching the Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: It's always God, shocking to hear him say cripple. I
0: know. But I also cannot look at Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit's delivery is woefully lacking. Imagine getting shown up by a puppet frog. Yeah, this this daddy, um, what's his name? Bob uh, Cratchit's Bob just Cratchit. like, Hey kids, shut up. We're all together. This is your brother's last Christmas. We're gonna eat whatever's Tiny this... Tim's like, what? We're gonna eat whatever's in this big tureen. <laughs> Your brother's legs stopped working six
1: days ago. Isn't it interesting? They haven't done any Magoo blind jokes at all in the no. in the story in the story, just in the frame story. There's no reason for this to be Mr. Magoo at all.
0: No. The music in this isn't good.
1: No. Oh, okay. The it's music
0: the... <laughs> in the Muppet Christmas Carol, I'm literally almost in tears thinking about oh, it. Oh on this scene. It's just that beautiful horn chorus where you're like. And you're like,
1: (laughs) guys, we've reached a whole nother level of sentimentality on the show. Katie is crying, thinking about the Muppet Christmas Carol and partially because she's so upset at having to watch the Magoo Christmas Carol. I kind of am. This is so slow and boring and it's not good in the way of Samurai Jack. They're just slowly panning around. I get it. The seasons are changing. We get
0: it. I mean, in fairness, like she's probably twenty-one at this point, and she is past her prime. You're right. You know, like she can't be waiting for Ebenezer to make enough money to marry her. She's already like five years overdue to get married and have a couple of asthmatic kids and then die. It's
1: worked yeah. out for Ebenezer. Think how much money saved not having a wife and kids, especially if they're asthmatic. <laughs>
0: what are your other choices? Every time Ebenezer, it's my big pet peeve about this story. You've already had two ghosts appear to you. The ghosts of Christmas past and the ghosts of Christmas present. Then a big hooded robe (laughs) dude shows up and you're like, could you possibly be the ghost of Christmas yet to come? Who the f*** else could it be?
1: Here we go. Let's see if Tiny Tim will make you uh, cry. Nope. Doubtful.
0: I like how spooky this graveyard looks. Yeah. That's really the only thing I've liked.
1: You liked how they painted the chair that one time. I did like that. Fifty minutes ago.
0: Kind of like the folds of the Ghost of Christmas Futures cloak. I cannot believe this old man is singing a song lamenting about how alone he is, as if it is not completely his fault. Wow, this is peak man energy. Hey! I am so sad that every decision I've ever made has alienated anyone who could love me. And it's completely not my fault. I hate this version. I'm mad. I'm mad you made me watch it. I'm mad that it exists.
1: Now you'll appreciate the Muppets so much more.
0: Oh! Why is he screaming at a horse? I hate this.
1: Oh, there's your blind Magoo joke. He looked at a portrait and thought it was a mirror. Ha! There's nothing quite as bad in a musical as a reprise Reprise? It's reprise Reprise of a song that wasn't good the first time This is the third time we're hearing the Ringle Ringle song
0: So now Ebenezer Scrooge is playing horsey (laughs) with Tiny Tim But he's doing like a series of burpees As if his his joints have been restored as well in the night Ah, they're doing this song
1: again too the it's raspberry just dressing. So one. awful.
0: When we could just be listening to Bless Us All
1: as <laughs> sung by a toad. In a way that'll make you cry.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, Tiny Tim ate just a whole month's worth of jelly cake right there. <laughs> He's like, We're rich now. He's like, Now I have rich man's diseases like diabetes and gout.
1: Kate, here's a little more slapstick for the end. Here. I just
0: don't want like... slapstick. I just want to rest. Tyler I just want to rest Magoo
1: has in classic Magoo fashion Accidentally destroyed the set Just let me rest And maybe killed the director of the production
0: For the love of God
1: You've done it again Magoo I'll give you Mr. Scrooge
0: The founder of the feast The founder of the feast indeed I wish I had him here I'd give him a piece of my mind to feast upon My dear Christmas day Well I'll drink his health for your sake And the day's not for his Long life to him, a merry Christmas to him, and a happy New Year. Merry, merry Christmas, Christmas to Mr. Scrooge.
1: Come now, it's Christmas. Will we not do justice to this day and to this delightful bird? Ah. What do you think of Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol? As if you haven't been speaking Wildly your mind about it. Wildly
0: spouting my opinions. I'll give him a piece of my mind to feast on.
1: Go on. I hope that
0: he would choke on it. In the words of Miss Piggy. What do you think of this- the superior f- Emily Cratchit. Freely adapted tale. No, I don't want it. Don't watch it. If you've got some spare time around the holidays, do literally anything else. Go Christmas caroling, wrap presents, I don't know, go to therapy. Nothing unlike puts me Mr. me
1: in the Christmas spirit more than hearing you trash a Christmas carol adaptation. It's tradition. All right,
0: here's what I'm here to tell you. This is perfectly adequate, if you yourself <laughs> are perfectly adequate. But- just don't waste your time. Go watch The at yeah. Christmas Carol.
1: There's just no other choice. Truly, I'm more interested in seeing some of these other Magoo literary ones, like books that never get adapted as a cartoon. I'd rather see Magoo's Gunga Din than see this, I think. <laughs> I'm so curious. All well, right, You can watch that by yourself. I sure will. Thanks for watching, Kate. We've got a lot more uh, Christmassy content coming. Sorry. TV5 brings you Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Something to sing about. Watch Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol Thursday night at 8 on TV 5.